Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more, and we work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. All right, welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. This podcast is focused on the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have a goal to help people to really be able to reach people with the gospel and show the gospel effectively with everyone they know. I've been in a series about the image of God, who has it, what it means, uh, and how that ties into the gospel. And taking a little bit of a side trip into another part of representation uh, when we talk about bearing God's name. And that's actually being connected into being covenant people of God who choose to take up the mission that God created us for. So being created in God's image is being created to be his children and being created to be his representatives on earth. When God called Israel, he called them to be his covenant people to take up the mission of actually doing what humanity was created for in the first place. And when they took up that mission, we call that taking up his name or bearing his name. That is something that Christians have essentially inherited as we are part of that faith tradition that looks at the God who created everything and what he was planning to do with Israel and what he is planning to do in the future of humanity through faith in Christ. So one of the things that I wanted to bring up today uh, is, is something that relates to God's name and his glory, essentially how God is glorified. If we look at the Lord's Prayer, we have this statement right at the beginning, after our Father who art in heaven, we say, hallowed be your name. And that beginning of that prayer is, is actually maybe a bit um, misleading because it, it sounds a bit kind of passive when we say, hallowed be your name. We're not really saying who should be doing that or why. We just want it to be hallowed, right? Um, we say, your kingdom come. Again, it doesn't really say anything about who's doing that work and, and what that means and how that, that relates to us and our mission. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Again, who, who's making that happen? In the English, it comes across as a bit of a mystery, but in the Greek, you, you get more of a sense that what we're actually doing is asking God to accomplish this thing. You might say something like, Our Father who art in heaven, make your name holy. Then the question becomes, how does that happen? How is God's name made holy or not? Obviously, when we're talking about God, he is holy no matter what people say about him, right? So I think maybe we can make a distinction between objective holiness, which God is holy, and subjective holiness, which is how people understand or see him. And what we're asking, essentially, is for God to make his name known to be holy among the nations, among people. How does God do that? One of the clues that we get is when we dive into Ezekiel 37 and the way that Ezekiel talks about the people of Israel. They have been brought out of Israel because they were rebellious and they, they committed idolatry and, and had a number of different ways that they rebelled against God. And uh, they were brought into exile. And when this happened, God was telling them, essentially, this is why I've done this. And here's what I'm going to do. So he talks about this and he says, I dispersed them among the nations and they were scattered through the countries. I judged them according to their conduct and their actions. 
and wherever they went among the nations, they profaned my holy name, for it was said of them, These are the Lord's people, and yet they had to leave his land. So you see God's name being profaned among the nations, not made holy, but profaned among the nations because of the state of his people. That gives us a clue towards how God's name is made holy. And as we keep reading, we see that that clue tells us the truth. I had concern for my holy name, which the people of Israel profane among the nations where they had gone. Therefore, say to the Israelites, this is what the sovereign Lord, this is what Yahweh Elohim says. Not for your sake, people of Israel, that I am going to do these things, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations where you have gone. I will show the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, the name you have profaned among them. Then the nations will know that I am Yahweh, declares Yahweh Elohim, when I am proved holy through you before their eyes. For I will take you out of the nations, I will gather you from all the countries, and bring you back into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you new, a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors. You will be my people, and I will be your God. So what we see there in Ezekiel is that God says, My name has been profane among the nations because of the defeat that you faced as my people, because of the exile that you're in. You're in that state because of your idolatry and your failures, not mine, and yet that reflects poorly on me. So what I am going to do is I'm going to bring you out of the nations, bring you back into your land, and I will make my name holy by doing that. And so what we see is that while God is holy objectively, and there's nothing you know, that can change that, right? his name being considered holy or subjectively seen as holy is something that relates to the state of his people. That when they were in the land and they were being blessed, his name was seen as holy. When they were in exile and defeated, his name was profaned. And I think this gives us a sense of what it means when Jesus taught us to pray, Our Father in heaven, make your name holy. In essence, what he's doing is he's saying, we need to focus on being people that glorify God, whose lives, whose actions, the way that we represent God as his people brings God glory. That is part of what it means to bear God's name. And that is part of what it means to be living out the mission that we were given, being made in the image of God. So if you're a Christian and you're taking, you've taken up this covenant to represent God, I would encourage you to do that as well as you can. And that's not something we can do of our own power. It's something that we do in the power of the Holy Spirit as we continue in relationship with God, as we continue in faith in Christ. So we all need to be focusing on doing that better. This also tells us something about Israel's failure, that when they failed to represent God well, 
Of course, that reflected poorly not just on them, but it reflected poorly on him. So one of the things that I think we need to be very careful of as we think about how we engage with other people, as we think about how we engage in politics and other discussions that we have, especially where there are heated disagreements, how do we treat people? How do we contend for what we believe and yet treat people well? Because if we don't, then what we end up doing is we end up giving people a reason to look at God and say, I'm not interested. The people that claim to follow him are jerks. And they might say that simply because we follow him, because we're trying to advocate for things that we know are good and right, even because we preach the gospel. But we don't want to give them other reasons to see us as jerks, other reasons to dismiss God. So we have to be very careful about how we represent God well, and that's something that should be on our minds whenever we're interacting with people within the family of God and without. So as you're going about your life, as you're interacting with people, think about what it means to be made in the image of God. Think about what it means to be a person who has taken up that mission to bear God's name, to be an ambassador of Christ, a representative of God the way that we were created to be when we were made in his image. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. As always, please like, subscribe, rate, review, and all the platforms that you consume this podcast on, and that will help to get the word out so that we can help equip people to share the gospel effectively with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. Raise us up, 